You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just the Tip-Off, the NBA podcast currently trying to fight its way back from an 0-3 deficit. We're going to do it. It's never been done before, but hey, there's always got to be a first, right? That is, not, that, that, is, that is true. We are we're currently watching the, uh, the Denver Nuggets try to start their road at just that feat. They are down 0-3 to the Phoenix Suns right now in the second round, and we will get to the second round a, bit a little bit later, but... The first round, quite a bit to talk about. Complete, done. A couple surprises, I would say. A couple expected outcomes. So, where would you like to start, Mason? I'm gonna go ahead and say, from what my expectations were to where we're at now, I'm really at a loss. I definitely was not. I didn't think this was gonna happen. This has been kind of a takeover in the league for some of these younger teams, some of these non-tested. Um, groups to come out and show out, which means the old head teams like the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, the biggest name to, to know, um, they're out. They lost. There's only one team currently still in the playoffs who was even in the second round last year. Which is? Denver. I, and they're down 0-3. I don't know how or much. No, no, no. no. It's, it's the only teams that, have been, that were in a conference finals are still in the playoffs, and Denver's the only one. The other four are out. Yeah, it, which is Miami, Boston, and, and the Lakers. And Toronto out. didn't even. Toronto didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just went the other direction. But um, so much to unpack here. Uh, the loss. Let's start with the Lakers Suns matchup. All right. right, the Suns took down the Lakers in six, which came on the. I guess it. The enti- my entire time watching that series, starting from the first game to the sixth game, was I, at its peak. I was like, okay, Lakers got this in the bag after two games. And I was like, yeah. Uh, they they like- were up 2-1. And then the AD, AD re-aggravated the uh, – no, injured the groin. Injured the groin. Injured the groin in game three. And then they never looked the same. That was it. Oh, no, it was an early game four. Uh, it had to be game – they lost that game, so game four. So yeah. game four. And then they ruled him out for game five. And I think he played five minutes in game six and was a no-show. Yep. Um, so, I mean, they, they were coming in hobbled to begin with. LeBron and AD coming off the injuries. Um, Reggie, not Reggie Jackson, um, Dennis Schroeder wasn't necessarily all that healthy either. At one um, point, he looked unbeatable. And at other times, he literally shot 0 for 9. Yeah. And just had a terrible, terrible outing. And it was just a complete 180. Like, I got to give credit to Phoenix as well. They're having some excellent players hit at the right times. DeAndre Ayton to to state. I mean, I guess you got to talk about Chris Paul and Devin Booker. But, yeah, for um, DeAndre Ayton to play, like, an Anthony Davis-level talent. Yeah, he has been unreal. Phoenix, I think, so far through what we've seen is probably – Played uh, if, if we count the series that they're in with Denver right now, I think top to bottom they played the most flawless basketball out of every team. Yeah. In the first round, particularly, I think you can give um, you're they're definitely up there. I think Phoenix, our Phoenix looked great in the first round. My uh, Milwaukee looked great in the first round. I, frankly, everyone, the only team that didn't look good in the first round, who moved on was the Clippers. Really. Right, um, but they, but I but Phoenix is playing 
really well right now. And to have a young team, yes, you have Chris Paul, who's leading this this playoff charge. Him and Jay Crowder are like the only guys on that roster who've kind of been there. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, Aiton, Bridges, Johnson, Booker, Cameron Payne. I mean, this is a, this is all new for them. Yeah. And First time for them to be playing at this high a level. Camp fucking pain, man. Who would have thought? Seriously. Like, the dude was known for sitting there and dapping up Russell Westbrook when, during timeouts. And that's that's the most action that he, he got. And then comes in, and he's the second string point guard <laughs> for the Phoenix Suns, who are looking to book their ticket into the... Western Conference Finals. Like yeah. they're playing, they're playing really well. And as you said, Aiton was off the charts in yeah. that LA series. Now, part of that is Anthony Davis wasn't healthy. They really didn't know what they were doing at center. I mean, the whole, I think the whole philosophy was, all right, we've got all these centers for the regular season, so that Anthony Davis can play the force, so we can keep him happy. But then crunch time when it comes down to it, Anthony Davis plays the five, and Montrezl Harrell comes off the bench as your five, but. You had Drummond, you had Gasol, you really didn't know what you were doing there. I mean, Drummond's there to get rebounds, Gasol, Gasol's there for maybe a little more playmaking. Play and then and better defense. Yeah, better defense. And then um, and you have Harrell coming off the bench, but it just, it really didn't work No, all it, that it, well. It, it never felt like this Lakers team really found their lineup, ever. And Especially after that LeBron, LeBron and AD injuries, I just I don't think they ever found what they were going to do because they got Drummond and then the other two guys got injured. And so partnering with your previous comment about the number of teams from last year in the playoffs to the number of those same teams this year, I th- I'm sensing a little a fatigue, pattern. a little, a little bit fatigue? of a, a little bit of a fatigue here. Especially was with LeBron the, right when he said he wanted the the, uh, the matchups, he wanted the the season started later. Was he right? He definitely said at the beginning, he's like, well, this is going to be interesting. We'll see how this goes. And i got to say, there's been a lot of injuries. And they can say as much as they want that this is on pace or these are the same number. Or there's actually fewer injuries. I don't believe you. I believe that there are some bigger, like, the injuries that we're seeing are the, the big-name players. These aren't role players. These are these are the, the players. These are, players. These are the players who played 40 minutes a game in crunch time exactly. in the playoffs. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see after this year, the next season is going to be on the same it's, schedule. It's but back to normal, right? They're starting at the same time. So it's going to be still a shortened offseason. It's still technically shortened. Because we should be... This, this week should have been the final games of the finals. Was yes. this week? Yeah. This upcoming week, or no? This past week was. We we we, we should know a champion by now. Normally, uh, no. This upcoming week. As this well. upcoming week was it? July, I think, or sorry, June nineteenth or June seventeenth or something like that is a game seven possibility. Yeah. So so we'll be a little behind, but um, <clears throat> maybe that's a good thing for the Lakers. You get exactly. healthy, you, gotta, you, gotta play you, rest, a bit you retool, you figure out what you want to do. There's some news drops. They might be looking to move Kyle Kuzma. I don't know what his market is, um, but I, I, I felt like Kyle Kuzma took steps this year to being a better well-rounded player yeah. and a better role player than just a guy who wants to score. I thought he made some steps in that direction this season, so it's interesting to see that they might be wanting to move on from him, but there's a lot of these, again, Lakers, a lot of one-year contract guys are on that are on that roster, so I think we're going to come back next year, and it's going to be Anthony Davis, it's going to be LeBron James, and it's, all right, 
who want who here is willing to take nine mil here and there and whatnot, right, and just piece build a team together, which seemed to work last year. They were able to find the right guys for the right uh, uh, right price, and they, they took it all the way. They yeah. did have some stuff break their way, and injuries didn't necessarily hurt them last year the way it has this year. But I think that's probably for their best interest in a long term sense. That's probably the move. Um, another team we talked about who uh, I guess mentioned that didn't make it, or I guess we didn't mention them, we mentioned their opponent, the Dallas Mavericks over the Clippers. Oh, I wanted Dallas, so they, uh... That, that one was... Gotta give credit. Gotta give credit to um, the Clippers for coming back, but that's so... Ah. Luka Doncic is such a one, good One home player. game one. One such home game. a good player. <laughs> That also has to be some kind of a record too. Like, I, if Dallas were to have taken it to seven and then beaten them, and ever and the away team wins every game, I don't, I don't know if every that's single game. He needs help. Yeah. Porzingis was not, not was not a number two. He did not look like a number two. Tim Hardaway Jr. lit up the final month of the season, and he kind of didn't have that same performance. I mean, quite literally, this series was who has the better game, Luca or Kawhi. Whichever one won the game. Yeah. And I, Luca needs some help. And I don't know if they're really sound on Kristaps Porzingis being that guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Kristaps, uh, here's the thing. i got to give the guy a benefit of the doubt as well because he's coming back from injury. So I've got to wonder if and, and we've seen that it. was playing a factor into it. It's, it's been kind of a consistent thing with him. Which, I, if they can get another better center, great. But I don't know who else is out there. Like, do you want to put a Rashawn Holmes? Rashawn Holmes can't, like, shoot the way that Porzingis can shoot. Well, then would you play Porzingis at the fourth? I mean, in game seven, they we saw uh, Dallas roll. They, Boban started, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they rolled out. Played significant. It was Boban and Porzingis. And then they just, like, did, all right, you two out. And they brought Powell and uh, Maxi Kaliba in as, like, the secondary, and they almost switched it two and two, two and two, two and two. I don't really think there was any other mix of those four guys. So, I mean, they have solid wing talent. I They're think getting good minutes out of Hardaway and Dorian Finney. Hardaway, I think Richardson was a little bit of a disappointment this year, but you have, like, those are all solid wing defenders who are 3 and D guys. I think Brunson's a fine off-the-bench point guard to yeah. run that. He's been there a couple years. He knows. I think your question is, is, like, Porzingis can be a three, and Hardaway Jr. at his best can be a, a three and a half ish. Yeah, they need a two. They need a two for Luca to play with, and maybe that is a center. Maybe it's a, a small forward, but Luca's so versatile in his ability to play that I just think when they, they when need it, another piece, and I'm not 100 percent sure what it is, but they need another one. It's got yeah. What they got right now, they they are going to make some moves in the off season. I guess pulling in some kind of a some kind of draft they could get. Actually, they're not going to have any. I think they owe their pick this year to the Warriors. Um, but anyway, there's they need something. They don't really have a lot of flexibility right now. Their, their money's tied up. And I think the other thing about Porzingis that hurts is how much his contract is. But if you can take some of the burden off, maybe get, him, get his legs back under him, get some consistent minutes uh, in the future, then I think... I, you can make it work. Yeah. 
Uh, just, that was kind of a disappointment just to see them come out hard. And I mean, when they won those first, when they won those first two at LA, everyone's like, what? "Let's go!" You're, you're telling me that the Mavericks aren't going to be able to get one of their home games? I was like, "There's no way they're not." And then there's no way they weren't losing those two. And then they did, and they came back and then lost again. It was Game Seven and Game Seven in LA. And I mean, at that point, you kind of bet on the best player, and that is Kawhi. He silenced a lot of people saying, what is this guy? What are we paying him for? Why is he? What's all the talk People about? are still questioning that about Paul George a little bit, though. That wasn't his great, his best series. He stepped it up thus far in um, in Game 3 of the Utah series, but people were uh, people were calling him Pandemic P because of how <laughs> poorly he played. And he's like, well, that, that fires me up and all this stuff. It's like, great. Like, go do it. Show us you can do it. Like he, I think he had 31 points in Game Three of the Utah series, which is his playoff high, which is shocking to me because I'm playoff like, how did you? High. It's like, how did you play on all those playoff Pacers teams and not have more than 31 points? You were those playoff Pacers teams. Yeah, that was a, a team by committee. He's a very good team role player. If he has to be the center guy, he's only going to get you. And again, I hate to say this, but Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook is similar in the sense that. If you putting all your eggs in his basket, the first round of the playoffs is about as good as you're going to get. Yeah. Maybe the second things break right, but you need more, mm-hmm. which is the same case with the Dallas Mavericks. You need more, which, which you have an MVP in Nikola Jokic, and he may only be able to get him to the second round. So, yeah, same thing with Giannis Antetokounmpo. That was a close one. Not first round exit by the Miami Heat. That was yeah. That, that I was hoping that. I, I, think, more... I think that was probably maybe the only one that's a bigger shock was the Lakers one, but was not only that not only that Miami won, but they won four zero. And besides that first uh, game, Milwaukee. yeah, yeah. Besides besides the LA Phoenix, the Milwaukee Miami series was probably everyone's next biggest surprise. Not necessarily that Miami that Milwaukee won, but Milwaukee won in four, and that um, I mean. Besides that first game, it wasn't even close. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I think I think Miami's a little bit different team. Obviously, you no know, Jay Crowder I think was big. Goran Dragic is a year older. Butler had an awful series to be honest. Uh, and Milwaukee played well. They played well and can't say the same for them right, right now in their series. But they clicked on offense and they were able to get it done. Now, had Miami won that first game, completely different series in my opinion. Because um, when you win a gut-wrenching game one like that, when it's close, that's... That was just a disappointment because I wanted more out of that series. I wanted more out of Miami because yeah. I guess they just have some shit to figure out with their young mm-hmm. players and how much they can legitimately ask of them. And now that there's tape on them, I think that played a lot to, to their success last year, which... Yeah. No one knew who Tyler Hero was. And Tyler this Hero, year, and Duncan Ma- Robinson. Uh, Duncan Robinson did play well. Tyler Hero was absent, completely gone. Yeah. Um... Again, Butler didn't have a good series. Oladipo was hurt. Not 100% sure how much of a factor that played, given that he had just gone to the team. He was still coming off injury, and then he gets injured again. But definitely another body. Someone who has been there and has gone toe-to-toe with LeBron in a seven-game series before. Like, the dude's been there. But, yeah, as you said, you got young players. Butler's not, you know, going to be there forever. Is their window now? Was it was last year their window? Like I don't. They need again, kind of like the the Mavericks and every other team that just doesn't get there. I, 
you need another piece. Bam Adebayo is coming along. I think Duncan Robinson is a good role player. We're getting to a point um, now that I think it's kind of cool to see all these different teams aren't just absolute garbage. The all these most of these playoff teams that we're talking about are, I think, deservingly so. And in, in years past, I feel like the top five or six weren't as strong as they are this year. Where seems it like every, every only, everyone's got a star. Yeah, or at least a star and a half. Yeah, it, it's not like and no no offense to that Atlanta team, but that Atlanta team that got through all those one seeds like. There wasn't a star on that Atlanta team. Which the, uh, the ones that LeBron beat the shit out of year yeah, after year. After year. I mean, there was technically four All Stars, but technically, but but when we look at the grand scheme of things, like Paul Millsap, Jeff Teague, Kyle Korver, like fantastic role players that in the prime of their career you would love to Al have Wilford. on their team, and they were all on the same team and it worked. But for this now, it seems like nowadays every team is a little like that, and then you have your. You know, you have your Embiid, your Trey Young, your John Morant, your Luka, your Jokic, your Dame, Booker. You know, the list goes on and on. Is I mean, I don't think there's a team in the league that doesn't have a guy who's considered a star. Like, yeah. I, it's kind of hard to think of one right now. Um, but so every team's got a guy. Even the Kings I would have say a guy. They don't Cleveland know. is the only team that doesn't. Have a guy. I feel like there. It's up and, for debate. It's yeah. like which. Who would you say is the best player on that team? Cleveland, right? It's probably Sexton. I think Darius Garland gave us some serious pause this year, though. He that, looked a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. But anyway, I think yeah, n- another piece for the Heat. You you got to maximize what you have with Butler because so, Butler can be the best guy in a game. He can be, he can be, but for a whole series, it really takes it out of you, and especially for an entire playoffs. Oh my god, he's he's getting older. He's not yeah, like he's. I think he's and the 30, ty- and the 31. type of game he plays too. Right, it's very it's physical. Not, yeah, it's not relaxed. No, you know he. It's a dogfight. That's that's what Miami is. Um, he culture. Yeah, right. I was hoping that he culture. <laughs> um. Not really a surprise, but my uh, Washington Wizards fell to the 76ers. Yeah. Got, the a gentlemen's, got, a, gentlemen's got, got a game when Embiid got hurt. Uh, people were thinking it might get a little interesting there. Could pull it out of Westbrook and Beal got hot. But the gentlemen's sweep, I think that's kind of what was expected. The 76ers were far and away the better team. Um, the Wizards kind of limped into that playoff spot. You know, they had, they had that big streak, good streak at the end of the season, but then kind of like simmered off and lost a couple to go into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Had to go through the play-in games and whatnot. But, I mean, you got, I think, I think if you're the Wizards, you looked at, you saw what kind of talent you had. Like, you got Gafford in a trade from Chicago, and that looks brilliant right I now. Because, Mo Wagner is not even playing in Chicago, and Gafford's playing significant minutes in a playoff game, and he's playing well. I remember watching him when he was on Arkansas and came and played UD. When we, I remember he was a monster. Yeah, he's got. I some think talent. they, I think they found a solid two. I mean, I don't know if you want him. Thomas Bryant got hurt, and I don't know if Thomas Bryant is your. You can play both. You can have Thomas Bryant your five. You can have Gaffey your four. Yeah, I think. I, I think. I think. Or you can sub in. I think uh, Davis Bertans at your four. True. Who's true. honestly I get it up and down year. They paid him all that money, and people are like, "What do we pay him for?" There are certain games. He also. I'm not going to play the card. COVID, but he was also injured. Mm-hmm. 
for a time. That's been kind of the theme for this year on a lot of players, which it's going to be interesting to see next season who's able to shake it off or who's really maybe that's their game. Or, you know, but, yeah. um, well, I think Washington got a good look at some of their younger players. That one game that they won at home, Hachimura played fantastic. And you could tell like he was like into it, the live crowd, you know, the playoff atmosphere. He was feeling it, yeah. Yeah, I, I, think you got, I think you got a good look at some of your young guys. And obviously Westbrook is a little older, but still has some years left. You've got Bradley Beal on her contract. I think the Wizards need to make a decision. Can they get someone in free agency? And if not, what moves are you willing to make and are going to make to put yourself in a position to be a contender? I mean, we've seen this team be a solid four or five seat prior to the John Wall injury. Like they were yep. that they were four, a three, a five battling it out with team with the Celtics for five straight four or five straight playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they were not an easy out. And right now they're kind of an easy out. So what? I, I don't know what they need to do. Again, it seems like you need another piece. But you have Westbrook, you have Beal. You think, okay, can we build around them? So maybe it's bringing in better role players, developing their other young players. I mean, beside outside of like elephant in the room, we got to get rid of the coach Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks is, needs to get the time to go. There. Time yeah, to go. His lineups are. I get what he maybe was trying to lose games this season. At least I have to assume that's what he was trying to do by playing certain all-guard lineups of Ra- uh, Raul Neto, Westbrook, and, um, shoot, some other like six-foot-nothing point guard at the same time. Ish Smith, like, all at the same time. Are you kidding me? What the hell are you doing? And then, like, having four centers or three centers in Alex Len, um, Mo- uh, Bryant, uh, Bryant, and uh, Wagner. Well, yeah, Mo and Wagner before the. Who else was in there? The all. Oh, shoot, there's one other guy, Alex Lamb, Wagner. Besides Bryant. Yeah, there was there was still one other player or one other guy, but regardless, it's just too many weird rotations that you got to get figured out. So. Um, I think Scott, he's had his time, he's had his chances, and I know he works well with Russell Westbrook, but I think Russ can, he has played for other coaches, and I think he can do just fine without uh, yeah. Brooksy. Well, maybe he'll go coach the Pacers, because they fired their coach oh, after one my year. Oh my god, that was so That's a good segue. So, the Pacers fired their coach after one year. Last year, they fired Nate McMillan. The Hawks fired their coach in the middle of the season, and Nate McMillan took over. And then the Pacers get to see their old coach, which they fired, take the Atlanta Hawks to a five-seed gentleman sweep over the New York Knicks into the second round of the playoffs. Uh, Trey Young, and I, are, they're making the comparison. He like he played the villain role. He was the new Reggie Miller at Madison Square Garden, chirping at him, big atmosphere. Loving it. Kid stepped up. Kid stepped up. And the player who didn't, Julius Randle, went into a hole for this series. I think he shot like 20% for the series. I mean, absolutely disappeared. Statistically improbable to the point that it's almost never been done to have as bad of a shooting split as he did through this entire playoff series. I think for the whole series, he shot... He was so bad. ...a cumulative 20... And the game they won... The game they won was Alec Burks and Derrick Rose. Yeah. That's who won that game. It wasn't Randall. And he was 
atrocious. Hot garbage. And, I mean, first big-time playoff lights for him. I mean, again, with the Knicks, though, I think overall you look at the season, this was an overachievement. I don't think you look at that Knicks roster and you thought we're going to have the best defense in the NBA and we're going to be a top-four seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs. No way. A lot of young guys on that team, a lot of random players here and there plugging guys in. Nothing on that team really meshed. This year, and Julius Randle just had a great year, and they were able to pull out some gutsy wins. And the numbers didn't really back it either for why the Knicks were able. To, it was so stupid. They were making, they were letting teams shoot the most uncontested threes, and they just weren't in them. Exactly. Coincidentally, they were missing every team that they played were missing the most uncontested threes while they played the Knicks, and so. Why they were, why their defensive schemes were working, I don't know. Well, it, it didn't work against Atlanta because Herder played well and Trey Young played well. Uh, DeAndre Hunter um, got hurt and has not been playing in the uh, Philly series, so that's a big loss for them. Cam Reddish was hurt. Bogdanovich has been playing yeah. well. Uh, Cam Reddish, I don't know how many minutes he would have gotten, but he was hurt prior to the playoffs. But Atlanta's a team. Like, almost no veterans. Like, what? Lou Williams and Danilo Gallinari are really your only true... I mean, Capella's been there, but he's still a younger guy. He's still in his mid-20s. So, like, the core of this team is young, and it looks good because you've got Trey Young. You've got a bunch of 3 and D shooters. Hunter looks fantastic. you got Bogdanovich. Herter's a good shooter. If Cam Reddish is a great defender, if he can find that shooting stroke again, he'll be a great 3 and D player. I think you love the pro- what Clint Capella gives you in that pick and roll with Trey Young, and yeah. he's just a board machine. Oh my god! And frankly, like I know there are big there are big questions about John Collins and whatnot, but I, he played. He's a good. He's he's another good lob throw for Trey Young who can space the floor. If you yes, yes, the, him yes, the defense isn't accolades on how to stay instead of money, then you might be able to get him out of because because he, he wants a max, and we'll see if. Atlanta gives it to him this year or not? Because he he's up. Someone's getting. Someone's giving. Probably giving John Collins a max this year. Yeah. Because everyone else has already gotten it from that class. Tatum and Fox, they all got it already. They got it prior to this season starting. So we'll we'll see what happens. But I think I think the Hawks' future looks bright. I think they've got a lot of good young pieces. The Knicks, I just. Again, I don't really see a direction what they're doing right now because it's like, all right, we're going to run out of backcourt with, like, Alfred Payton and Derrick Rose, and then we've got Randall, and then our centers are... I, I, I think, um, like, New Orleans is a good fill-in, and they, and they brought in... Um, oh, my God, what's his face? Taj Gibson. Gibson, yeah. Taj Gibson played so many minutes for the Yeah, games. it's because... It's um, Tom Thibodeau, It's because their main center was hurt. Um, Mitch Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. He had a bad, a bad year. But I that's mean, tough for him because he, he definitely had a lot of injuries go, yeah. go against him. That seems to be a running theme with the Knicks. I'm just kind of lost at what this team's direction is. I mean, maybe it's just assemble a bunch of young pieces and find find a they, way to work it. They threw shit at the wall and some of it stuck. Okay, and I, I get it. They're if they can come back next year, RJ Barrett was putting up numbers not. Super efficiently, but efficiently more efficient than he had in the past. Mm-hmm. So that helped. Julius Randle somehow coming out of nowhere as an All Star. Uh, their def- defensive, like what they're let giving up versus what people are making, all this stuff compounded got them to where they were at. Which in a year with a shortened off season, 
a lot of injuries. It was kind of the opportunity that they needed to make the yeah. playoffs. So. And boy, was that it, it, Madison Square Garden was a rock, and when they won that one game, oh yeah, that was that was fun to see. That was that was, was as as Dayton fans seeing OB's alley-oop and that place just going nuts. It's like that's that was tight. Yeah, that, that was sweet. That was sweet. But then so finish up the East with another gentleman sweep. Look at the East. Four and one, four and one, four oh, four and one. They just quick boom boom bang, get out of here. Exactly. Brooklyn beating Boston. Brooklyn beating Harding the goes, off of Boston. Yeah, yeah. Harding goes down at the end of this series. Has not played yet um, in the Bucks series. But I think I think this was to be expected, especially the way Boston Jalen Brown gets hurt. They limp into the playoffs. I don't think anyone expected them to win. I think people probably saw Boston getting a game. You know, Tatum will get you one because he drops a 50 bomb. Right. Like, that, that's just what he can do. Exactly. The Wizards um, got one because Russ and Beal went Russ off. Russ and Beal went off when Embiid got hurt. Yeah, it's like you, make, you can get one. You usually get one. Yeah, you usually <laughs> get one. So, Boston, I mean... Another team that they've got a lot to figure out because they've got a lot. They need their players to develop, and that's really all they can do. They could try to make more moves, which is why I think they got. And Danny Ainge may have stepped down. He's like, I'm looking at this problem, and it's not a make moves kind of problem. It's a sit and wait for people to develop. And I think this is a good yeah. time for me to duck out. Yeah, I, I, I think I think you probably you gotta. You're not going to be able to trade Kemba at this point. That's you're you're stuck. He's a negative trade asset. Yes. You can trade him, but he's a negative. I, trade I, I think they need Robert Williams came on strong at the end of the season, but I think you got to find an upgraded center to obviously you're centered around Brown and Tatum. So okay, here you go. I saw a trade rumor, uh, just like a trade mail one. Boston sends Kemba Walker and three first round picks unprotected to Portland for Damian Lillard. Does Portland say yes? Three first rounders. Yeah. I, I don't know how good are those Boston picks going to be, though? Are you going to get the chances of getting a Damian Lillard out of those three picks, though? If if you're trading Damian Lillard, you are you are agreeing to blow it up and rebuild at that point. At that point, you might as well send CJ McCollum out the door and get picks too. Because I, I if you're going to send the cornerstone, a top five guard in the league, out the door, then you're agreeing to a complete rebuild. Because if you're even if you would say, "All right, we got to break down, we got to rebuild," you probably want to keep Damian Lillard on that team. So I think if, if they were to do that, which I, I don't think they would, but I, I think that'd be. Uh, um, Portland's way, and Terry Stotts got fired, right? Terry Stotts, they mutually so, mutually yeah, agreed, agreed to part ways. So okay, so they're looking for a new coach, and maybe they'll be like, oh well, let's just try it one more year with the new coach, you know, that whole scenario. Yeah. Um, but clearly, uh, their defense was garbage. Portland's was, and, and th- then that new uh, that GM coming out afterwards. I forget what his name is, saying that it wasn't the roster's construction that had anything to do with their their poor performance last season or unable to get out of the first round of the playoffs. And you got to think, really? You look at the that who you were the one who traded for Ennis Cantor, right? You're the one who put the, um, a, a, a defensive lacking team together. 
and you're going to say that there were, the roster construction had nothing to do with it? What? That was so dumb. Yeah, no. But Portland has, I think they need to blow it up. I really, I mean, I don't see if Yusuf Nurkic, he, okay, he had some good moments this year. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If yeah. People are all over his dick for his plus minus net when he was playing. I think it's the Andre Drummond effect of how good of a rebounder he is or how defensively oriented he is when he was on the Detroit Pistons. Their scheme allowed for it. He was their only, like, defense was not good. Um, yeah. But it was, I don't know if I trust him. Yeah. Damian Lillard, that's yeah. your biggest piece. Yeah. CJ McCollum, a great co-star when he's healthy, but that injury this year really took Man, something yeah. out of him. Yeah. And, uh, again. yeah Port- Portland, obviously, they lost to Denver in 4-2. Uh, to yeah. Um, Denver without um, Murray, I think people expected this to be a lot closer. And you, you, you traded for Norm Powell in the middle of the season, who was playing fantastic for the Raptors, and I don't think he ever got... Obviously, there's more mouths to feed. Not necessarily more mouths to feed, but I think Powell was a bigger piece in, in uh, Toronto than he was in Portland, obviously. He played a lot more minutes than he did for... Yeah. So, so obviously, his production would... Would go went down a little bit. Um, I think it went from like 20, 28 or twenty nine minutes a night to like twenty four to twenty six, yeah. which isn't doesn't sound like a huge reduction, but especially when you're in a new system um, and just like working around other guys, you've got to notice a decline in your comfortability and like your I think your shooting percentages. Uh, but he's supposed to get paid this offseason, right? Or is that Powell? Uh, is Powell for? Uh, I'm not 100% I think sure. They traded sideways for Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, yeah, they trade. They traded Trent Jr. to. to and them. when I say traded sideways, I mean like they just sidestep one player for the other because Norm Powell and Gary Trent Jr. are basically to me the same player. They score a lot, don't do a lot else. Like they don't fill the stat sheet. They're just bucket guys. Which if you have a good if you have a good time where you're hitting, you look great. Yeah. But if you they have norm they have norm Powell for one more year. Okay, so he is at a another year. Gary Trent is up for uh, yeah for you to see the offseason. But okay, okay. So Norm Powell maybe try to move McCollum, try to get some because he's definitely a positive trade uh, asset, but he's just not been able to make it work with uh, the Blazers. I mean, I guess it's just not. Sums up, and I guess do you try the Brooklyn Nets approach of just more and more offense? But even then, they can get good defensive stops when they really want to. Um, but at, at every the, team can, every team when needed can buckle down. It's the issue that no one ever does it all the time. The problem <laughs> I think the Nets are going to run into, which we'll talk about them next, is for what, for as much de- hard defense as they have to play in the playoffs their players are going to start getting injured. And so they're having to yeah. put out more effort than they're used to. And it's like, oh, shoot, we are not, not, not yeah. good here. But they also won that. that you know, they just they came back. Kyrie Irving, uh, when he was playing, James Harden was unreal. Just makes getting 20, like low 20s in points. But everything else he does, he gets those boards. He gets those assists. He's just mm-hmm. the most perfect point guard. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's a one one last first round matchup to talk about. It was uh, Utah Memphis. Memphis took the first game. Donovan Mitchell didn't play, and um, 
voiced his displeasure over that. He thought he was ready, and the, um, yeah. the organization decided not to play him. Uh, clearly didn't matter in the long run, although we saw John Morant's first playoff appearance, and boy, did he live up to... Uh, obviously, their shooting is still some woes, but uh, definitely was not a rookie blinded by the light by any means. I mean, he came in and just went blow for blow Bananas. with anything. <laughs> yeah, with anything Utah put up. But at the end of the day, Utah just a better team all around. Yeah, yeah. And they, I think it, they game plan for that. They said, you know what, let John Morant go off. Let him do what he wants to. Take off the rest of his, like, help. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those kind of the Spurs beat the Le- LeBron James where LeBron had a great, you know, great series, put up great numbers. But if he doesn't have any help, yep. one man does yep. not make Jaren a Jackson. Valanciunas played pretty well, I will say that. Valanciunas played pretty well, yeah. but um, Jaron Jackson Jr. wasn't... Just coming all, back, he did have a big game. Wasn't, I mean, he wasn't... I, I'm interested, I don't know what Memphis is really doing with the lineup. Like, Brandon Clark played great last year, and he, it just seemed like he was never on the court at all this year. So They I'm, messed around a lot because they have a lot of, I think, young guys and counting on consistency. You really It's hard to find that consistency when you only give them a certain number of minutes than change the minutes if they don't play on the same spread. Yeah. I, I'm not too concerned about their future. No, no. They've got they've got a bunch of young guys who all like playing together, and yeah. that's that's big. Their timeline is pretty much set. Now they just need to backfill with uh, picks here and there. Eventually, eventually it may be. I don't know if Jaron Jackson Jr. is their long-term solution at center. But Dylan Val- Brooks but, played pretty yeah, well. Valanciunas isn't going to be there forever. So, I don't like Brooks's game, uh, just like his shot selection and like some of his other attributes. But he had a good series. I'll yeah. give him that. But yeah, they also like carried them in those playing games too. Him and he he played really well in those playing games. That is particularly the Golden State playing game. Yeah, he did extremely well in that one. But I'm excited to see how they do. I think they're in a better spot than the Pelicans and the Kings. So. Well, certainly the Kings. <laughs> certainly the Kings. Uh, the Pelicans Nets. are debatable. The Jazz, Donovan Mitchell didn't play in the first game, but when he played, boy, howdy, that guy. He's pretty good. good. He's, he's, he's done. He's good. He, he's like John Moran, where he came in his rookie his rookie year, and they made the playoffs, and it was... He's just been no, There was no step-off. It was playoffs, so what, it's another game. Like, he, he came in... And he's played so well in the playoffs ever since his rookie year. He's and, a playoff player. And to get that at, like, what, they picked him at, like, 13 or something like that? Like, yeah. Bubble, uh, in the bubble last year, too, is really when he took a step. He's oh. been able to translate mm-hmm. that through this season, which has been nice. Jordan Clarkson having a great season. Uh, I mean, and you're going to have – you got – Sixth man of the year, right? Yeah. Sixth man, sixth man of the year. Of the year and then you've got, like, Bogdanovich and Ingles, who are great shooters and good defenders, who are pests on the defensive end. You obviously have Gobert. Favors is a solid back. I mean, it's – I wouldn't say this team is – Utah's overly deep. But in the playoffs, you don't need to be. Yeah. Um. So, I and Mike, Mike Conley – you can forget about Mike Conley. He hasn't played yet in the – if we just want to move on to the second round here – um, they're up um, two games to one against the Clippers right now. One for both games at home, and Mike Conley hasn't played a game yet. He's got some hamstring stuff, which is always yeah. like it, it's 
day-to-day, it's truly day-to-day, because almost week-to-week, really, because, I mean, he could be, he could play tomorrow, or he might not even play the rest of the series. Unfortunately, those are the ones you can't really plan for on a time to recovery. Yeah. You just got to let it happen. Yeah. But they've been able to survive. They've been yeah. able to do well. This kind of brings us into the second yeah. round here, you know, that's yeah. uh, Once Clippers. again, Clippers down 2-0 again. Yep. Uh, what's their game on? Tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow. Game three? I, I believe game three is, to, game four is tomorrow. They're 2-1. 2-1, that's right. 2-1. So they came back in that last game. They blew They blew them out last game. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting if that's just their move. Like, no, we're just going to go down 2-0 and we'll be fine. Or no, 0-2. I wouldn't whatever. recommend it because eventually, <laughs> I mean. You think that they might. Like, you. who would I rather have? Like, we could be potentially looking at, okay, Clippers, seven games, seven games. Let's go seven games with Phoenix. Sure, why not? And then let's say you run into a Philly team who's gone 4-1, 4-1, Like, oh, I'm sorry. You've played ten more games than we have. Yeah. Like, that adds up. That's what that adds up. with, um, I think, the Miami Heat. They had pretty easy light schedule in the beginning, but it started getting hard for them. They went seven games, six games. But the Lakers consistently just went five games, five games, five games, six games. Mm-hmm. And then that was pretty much it. So they got to play significantly less. And at the end of the day, Jimmy Butler was just exhausted. So mm-hmm. it's definitely how many games you play in a certain amount of time. Can, can you make that haul? Mm-hmm. Can you make that trip? Yep. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are in pretty good poise position. They've been uh, handling the business in the second round. And they're up 3-0, and while we were watching this game, the first round, Nikola Jokic got ejected for a flagrant two. Flagrant two on campaign. Honestly, like, yes, he swung down. He clipped the nose on the way down, but his hand got all ball at the end. Like It was his that's, arm that hit his nose. It wasn't it, even his hand. And it, it clipped it. Clipped his nose. Like, that, that was a weak call, in my opinion. Weak. Flagrant one. Play it one, fine, but I'm sorry. You're going to throw the MVP out of a go a win or go home game when they're in it? Yeah. No, that's that's bad judgment. Like you rough. can't like you can't do that. And it was it was just a weak call in general. That's a flagrant one, sure. Give him the free throws and the ball, but don't eject the player. It wasn't ejectable. It's not. He wasn't run our test. He didn't jackknife somebody. <laughs> he he literally just kind of was making a basketball move, and I think that just... Yeah, I thought that was a little weak. But yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix is still up um, by, I think, six. Yeah, six with seven minutes to go in the fourth. So it's still a game, but jeez, if they... I don't know if they can do it here. They're, in, they're in the driver's seat. I, ex- I would expect them to move on here. Those This game, and I, I would expect Philly to move on as well. They're up 2-1 against... The, the Hawks. Hawks took game one. They did. Haw- Hawks took game one because Embiid didn't play. I mean, he did. He had a good game. Embiid did. No, he didn't play game one. He came back game two and dropped 40 Are points. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was still out from the Washington series. Okay. Yeah, he didn't play game one, and then he played game two and just... Wrecked. Yeah, wrecked, <laughs> wrecked Flint Capella and whatever backup center that the Hawks have. What was it, Dwayne Deadman, I think? Yeah. No, Deadman was um, Deadman was on Miami. Bacon then. Um, but anyway, so Philly up two one. Danny Green is out for a couple weeks though. So with um, I think it's I think it's a hamstring injury. Another hammy. That darn hammy. No one could say healthy, but um, it doesn't necessarily impact them in this round. 
I definitely think it does next round, regardless of which team they play. Yeah. Um, they're going to need him. It's um, right calf. It was right calf out for at least two weeks. So, okay. so that's pretty much the series. That's this series and a potentially and a little bit of the next one too. Yeah. So maybe you get him back for the two road games. But I expect Philly to maybe Atlanta gets one here or there if they get hot one night, but Philly's just a little too much to handle for them. I tell you what's been probably the best series of the second round so far is gotta be the uh, the Nets Bucks series, which I was so disappointed in the Bucks at the beginning because they went down 0-2 again. It's interesting. So and now they brought they evened up the series. They did, and a part of that is Harden hasn't played, <laughs> and Kyrie sprained his ankle in tonight's game. Right. So Milwaukee tied it up. They're two-two in the series, and you can point to the reason why it's tied is that Harden is out and Kyrie got hurt. Um, and don't get me wrong, like the the Bucks got blown out in the first two games because the Bucks offense has not been anything like it was against the Heat yet. And I think that's just something to take note of, is that their offensive efficiency has not been up to standard. These are the highest two scoring teams in the league, and we saw a game where both teams ended in under 95 points in Game 3. Yeah. And that was just a garbage, I was a rock fight, is what they were talking about. And I think that's what Milwaukee has to do. You can't play basket for basket, finesse for finesse with Brooklyn. No, you got it. You got that. This is why they kind of brought in PJ Tucker. Held held Durant to less than twenty percent shooting in tonight's game when he guarded him. You brought him in. You brought Drew Holiday in to be annoying pest defenders, and they have to make this a a muddy, sloppy game if they want to beat Brooklyn because they're not going to win the finesse game. They're they're just not. Slow it down. They do. And I just think that the way Milwaukee's running their offense right now, like, I texted you and Sam about it, like, Giannis, he needs to realize what he, he is what he is. He's Shaq right now. Stop taking these long-ass threes. He's like, Blake Griffin's sagging off him. He's like, oh, let's take a three. No. Run a screen there. Blake Griffin's already six feet from you. All of a, like, that screen is so much easier when your defender's off you. Yeah. Run it. Yeah, have the screen set, then come off and dunk it, because you're yeah. literally right next to the Because basket. when that happens, you are either A, going to have a free lane, or Middleton or Holiday are going to have no pressure on them. Yeah. And have a mid-range, which Middleton is deadly at, and Holiday has struggled this series. He struggled mightily, so I think that's part of, if you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan, you're in this series, yes, Harden and Kyrie have been out, but you have not played your best offensive game either. So I think this the series can go back and forth, back and forth. But I think if Milwaukee wants to win this series, you need to change your offense. Whether it's Bud or it's Giannis, you have to realize that you are what you are. Stop taking threes. Stop taking long twos. The pick and roll game with Middleton is money. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to leave Middleton? He's finally stepped up with this, Yeah, is Middleton nice. is finally playing well. But are you going to leave Middleton for a wide-open 15-foot jumper, which he's darn near automatic at? Or are you going to let Giannis roll to the basket unattended? Like, which one are you going to do? And this has been Nathan's rant on his favorite team in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. I, I, are, you, I'm, are you worried? Yeah. Because... Well, you, you guys just brought even up the series. We, we did, but... And I... I'm worried just because, like, Brooklyn has the ability. Like, Kyrie and Harden could both be back next game, and they could drop 150. Like, that is completely plausible, because that's what that team is capable of. And obviously, Milwaukee hasn't shown its potential on the offensive side, but it worries me 
about the lack of adjustments that this team has made over the last couple seasons. That where if they do, if it comes to the point where it's an obvious adjustment you have to make, they don't make it. Yeah. So that that's a little worrisome. Um, but I'm glad they're back in the series. I think. I mean, if they had lost Game Three, that over, 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 yeah. So I think it's going to be a really entertaining series. This one and the Utah Laker uh, Clippers series are going to be great. I think they're both going to go down to the wire, um, which bodes well for Philly and Phoenix, who are going to get the business done. It, it pays to have an extra week off. Seriously, it's going to pay dividends because Joel Embiid's body's got to be starting to – the checks are going to be due – uh, yeah, for all this fit, endurance, fit, fit, Philly. Be. Philly is like trying to get this series over with because he's already got he's already got one injury in the playoffs this year already. Yeah. So you're trying to get you can play through, through this it. torn meniscus and it's not super torn yet, but if you keep playing on it, it's not going to get less yeah. torn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think. So let's say Philly takes care of Atlanta, which Atlanta you know could come back. It's only 2-1 right it's only now. 2-1. It's only 2-1. They could go back and tie up the series. What? Uh, let's postulate here for a second. So bear with me. So, who do you have coming out of this Bucks net series? Let's assume Kyrie Irving sprained ankle, grade one. He's out a game, or is he? Can you play with a grade one? So we're assuming the worst or the or the best. What's, be- what's the e- like the be- best best case scenario? It's two two, so they're going back to Brooklyn. That is an extra day. I would say he's probably. I don't, it, it depends because like LeBron plays the next game if it's if it's a simple one, but I don't know if Kyrie does. Yeah. The the style of play, Kyrie is always cooking his feet. A little more strain on his ankle. If it if if it's a. If it's if it's not serious, I bet Kyrie plays. Maybe some restricted minutes. They might be getting Jeff Green back here too. Harden is still, who knows? Um, but with the injury, I don't know. He got hurt in Brooklyn. Still stuck in there. Yeah, and I, they it, got it, the workhorses like Blake Griffin and Kevin Durant. I, I guess. And at the at the end of the day, they got the best player. And they got the best. Well, you could argue the best three players in the series. Yeah. Top to bottom, you could argue. Um, you could easily argue. Um, maybe you swap out Kyrie and put Giannis one up. I don't know. It depends on the, depends on night. But Harden hard and Durant are better. That's for sure. So, But with the injuries, winner of this next game takes the series. And they know it's like, oh, well, of course, because then they're up 3-2. to two. But I don't know. I, I, I could see this just going six, and then that whatever team wins the next two games, like there won't even be a game seven. Yeah, I think one thing I was a little bit concerned about for Milwaukee was how well Drew Holiday was going to play. He's been he's been good for him. He's been putting in. He's been good on the defensive end. I mean, yeah. he was great in the Heat series, but this series he struggled on the offensive end. He's still good on the defensive end, yeah. and he's still, he's still. I forget like one of the Heat games, he only had like nine points or something like that, but he had like 17 assists. Yeah, he's been... Like, he doesn't need to score. If his shooting numbers get better, I think the Bucks have a great shot. Great shot. Because Giannis is playing well, minus the stupid shots. But he, you know, he's <laughs> getting inside, he's getting, you know, getting boards and whatnot. And Middleton, Middleton's playing the best he's played in the playoff series, probably in his career. And they are getting good minutes, I guess, out of... 
Bobby Portis and they're getting serviceable. They're getting the minute. They're getting the Forbes. They're getting these serviceable minutes that they need. Yeah, that's which, what they're doing, and that's all you're asking of anyone else outside of Giannis, Holiday, and Middleton. I was wondering if Dante Divincenzo was going to be a bigger draw than, than I guess what he has been. They won games without him, which is nice to see, but I feel like that's going to really hurt in this these next couple of games. Yeah, I. It's hit or miss because again he could have three points and he could have twenty like that. That's the kind of player he is. You just don't know when he's going to get hot. He provided defense. He made you think about spacing. So I guess at the end of the day you lose a little depth, but I also don't necessarily hate it because then it almost forces the bud to go smaller, a smaller lineup in the playoffs. Right. Which I think you need to. It you know you're not playing. Oh, we have DiVincenzo, but then we also have to get Forbes and Connington minutes. You've taken a, a body out of that scenario, and you because you're not going to start any of the other guys. Let's be honest. If they're barely getting regular season minutes, they're sure as hell not getting playoff minutes. So that helps. I think. I think as long as Milwaukee, if Kyrie and, Dur- and Harden are out for an extended amount of time, then I think Milwaukee wins it. If they all come back, if all three of them come back, do they need all three? So even if one comes back, let's say Harden swaps and he's like, "No, nah, I'm good now." If Harden, sw- if, if, Harden if if Harden, I, the Bucks have a better chance against Katie and Kyrie than they do against Katie and Harden. Yeah, and I think it's significant. That'd be interesting to see. They played four games with Kyrie. What if uh, Harden Hard- comes back for the last tag, team, tag team matchup? Yeah, man. I'd be I'd be concerned. That's one of the, one of the biggest things about this Nets team that concerns me the most. But would they Would they be risking it that they would? Harden's got to be legitimately out. You wouldn't risk it, especially not now. If Harden's healthy, he's playing Game Five. There's no doubt in my mind. Two-two series. Yeah. No. You're, you're, now you're, you're, you're gonna. Yeah. You're, now yeah so will. there's no way you risk losing Game Five and then going to Milwaukee for Game Six on a winner go home. No way. I've, if Harden's healthy, he's playing Game Four. And they've shown that they can stand and they can fight with just two of them. They don't because somebody else on that team, Joe Harris has ten, Blake Griffin has nine, Bruce Brown has like fifteen. You know, like they get the Bruce little, Brown had a solid game that they ended up. You know, they're they're, they're they're getting the con- in the same way that the Bucks do. You know, you've got your core and you it's but you know, you get ten from Brooke Lopez, you get nine from Bobby Portis, maybe Bryn Forbes hits four threes in a game, something like that. Yeah. Same thing, the only difference is is that Brooklyn's scores are just Arguably the three best scores in the league. Like maybe you put you put Steph Curry, and you put Damian Lillard up there, and the Brooklyn big three, and those two are your top five scores in the league, in my opinion. Like that's just what it is. It'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm hoping it comes down to playoffs in general. It comes down to who's who's who's, he- able who's healthy who's to be there. We're looking at the Nuggets about to be swept. No Jamal Murray. Yeah. Embiid goes out. For two games. What happens in those two games? They lose both of them. Yep. Donovan Mitchell, out. What happens the game he's out? They lose. lose. The AD, the, the AD, lose all those games. It, it's as, as stupid and basic and obvious as it sounds. It's literally, it's about health. Who's able to play? Yep. Are you able to be on the floor? Because I don't think coaches have necessarily game played well enough or they don't have enough bench depth to, you know, 
survive without their yeah. key players. Which is kind of shocking that Chris Paul is... He had that one little injury scare in the first series. Yep. But Which they also lost when he, they did. When he went but down. This might be the healthiest we've seen Chris Paul in five years. Coming into, a, into the playoffs... He's playing. No, I mean, last minutes. year probably was healthier, just because he played so many yeah. games. But, but I mean, oh, wow. if 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 you're Phoenix, you're just like, all right, another game without Chris Paul getting hurt. All right, another game, another game. I mean, we've just seen it so many times. Yeah, this is uh, getting a little chippy. They got nine. They're down nine. I think it's. I think it's. It's. I think it's all but over. Almost safe to call it here. Yeah. Good, 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 good run by the Nuggets. We knew they weren't getting there all the way without Murray. Yeah, yeah, it was. But uh, I think they, uh, I think they look good for the future. That's been their their name of their game for the past five years. I'd say the Nuggets have been a solid, consistent rise, and I think if they have the patience and their ownership has the patience to not blow things up or make too many drastic moves, they made some great moves at the trade deadline this year. Bringing in Aaron Gordon again, I just want to touch on that. He's been good for him. He's not been what people wanted him to be. He's not been what he was at in Orlando because in Orlando he had to be a scorer. Uh, exactly. He, he, he doesn't have to. He's the fourth guy on this team now. Yes. You could argue fifth even. Like, just, I don't know who else you'd put in front of him, but you could argue fifth with, Ma, with you know, whoever. Yes. But, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't need to be. And I mean, he's kind of fill, filling that Paul Millsap role. That Paul Millsap is now left because he's old. He's and playing now. He's playing a, little, a few more minutes. Yeah, but yeah he but, was also injured for a number of games. He wasn't playing. Um, so now that he's back, he's been, you know, serviceable. Yeah, but, but he's, I mean, he's not. He's when, when they got him, it was like, oh, we're gonna play on a Paul Millsap. <laughs> so everybody always. Yeah, thinks. and then it's like you didn't even get half of that, but. <laughs> I don't know. I think. All right. All right. So we kind of did. Uh, here we go. All right. So, let, so Philly, Phoenix are through. Give me a uh, Phoenix. At- what, what if, let's just say Atlanta comes back or Embiid goes down, Atlanta comes back and wins that series. Keep that in the back of your mind. I don't think that's the likelihood. That's not I mean, what we're going to plan for, but. Just keep that it's, in the back of your mind. I don't think it matters. For the Bucks, Nets, who do you have going? And again, we based on health. But based based on health right now, I'd have to say Milwaukee. Milwaukee. All right. So Milwaukee versus 76ers right now. That's that'd be a fun game to watch. But I'm putting it on the Sixers. You put on the Sixers. Yeah. Ah. Uh, that's tough. That's yeah. tough because you kind of think Embiid and Giannis are gonna. Level out. Honestly, I think that series comes down to um, Tobias Harris and Drew Holiday. Which of those two play better? Because you know what you're going to get from Simmons and Embiid. You know what you're going to get from Giannis and Middleton as of right now. But it's Harris and Drew Holiday. Because those are the two that are like, I don't know. Could get 30, could get 10. So it's... uh, but but right now I think Tobias Harris is playing more consistent basketball on the offensive end than Drew Holiday is, and plus I don't like the matchup for Milwaukee defensively against Sixers because 
I mean, you really, like, Droll is such a good defender, it's such a bummer to waste him on, like, Danny Green. Because you need someone to guard Middleton. And I guess you need someone to guard Simmons. And, I mean, can you survive with Lopez on Embiid? No. Even Giannis isn't enough on Embiid. And then who, do, who guards, you know, maybe, maybe... Maybe Giannis starts at the five and Bobby Porter starts at the four to guard Tobias Harris because Brooke Lopez cannot be spaced out that far. But I don't necessarily like Milwaukee's defense matchup against Philly. I think it works better the other way around because Giannis is more of a limited shooter than Embiid is. So you can keep Embiid on Giannis without having to worry. Simmons can cover literally anybody. And Tobias Harris, I think, undefensively, they'll just stick on, like, Lopez or someone who's meaningless. So, I think I think, I think Philly has a better matchup against Milwaukee right now. Yeah, I, I like Philly over, over Milwaukee if they make it through. Uh, for, for some reason, if Embiid goes down and Atlanta wins, Atlanta makes it through. We'll take a game. You think they get a game? I mean, yeah, it's definitely a, a blessing for... Uh, Milwaukee, if they make it through. Yes. But, um... They'll take a game. Yeah. And especially even, again, with the Nets. If the Nets make it through, a similar situation, I think that'll be a big... What do you think about the Nets over the 76ers? If healthy. If healthy, I don't think... If healthy, I think Brooklyn takes it because... There's only one player on that team who can on on. I think I think the defensive matchup is better. Philly's definitely got a better. What are you going to do with Embiid in that series? He's a good defensive player on a post player, but that's not that's not the strength of he's Brooklyn. Gonna, he, exactly, he's going to eat in Brooklyn, and then you got to look at Matisse Thybulle, Ben Simmons. Those guys are some great defenders. You can put. They're going to have to be on uh, not even Kevin Durant or uh, but Kyrie Irving, James Harden. Which might help. I, I, to me, I think Philly is just one defender short for guarding. You got Joe Harris on Danny Green. That's that's fine. That's fine. I, I think I think you're just a defender short, and the, and then it comes well, who we leave. Okay, you have Thibault and Simmons. You're your best two defenders. All right. Well, you let Bruce Sim- Brown. You let Blake Griffin play. You let them eat. You let them get the points that they want to. It's just those other three guys. You hold them off. I think like I think, they, I think they can only hold off two of them though, because I don't think they have the defenders to hold off all three. You don't Matisse Thibault one, uh, Ben Simmons two, Joel Embiid. I Joel can't cover any of them. He doesn't need to. He's putting up enough offensive that any of the defense he lacks is made up for. I don't know. Because Brooklyn doesn't have the defense to keep up with him. That's true. Right? That's true. But I don't, I don't know. I think I think if all three are healthy, that Brooklyn still gets it because I, I don't. That's also assuming all three are healthy. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Now, if Atlanta makes it to Brooklyn, oh, it's going to be four. They're they're, they're kind of like this, kind of the same team. Not re- Brooklyn. Atlanta has a little more inside presence, but they're kind of just a bunch of shooters. Yeah. And Brooklyn's got better better shooters. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, Bro- then Brooklyn and maybe Atlanta steals a game, but yeah, Brooklyn easy. All right, other side, Phoenix, uh, Clippers. Come out of this series, Phoenix versus the Clippers. That would be the most interesting matchup. I would love to see that matchup because I think they're both high-powered teams with good coaching that can make adjustments that will throw the kitchen sink at you with with different arrangements. I give that one to. I will say 
the Suns because I like their depth a little bit more than I like the Clippers. Here's um, the thing. Here's the thing. Everyone was... Wait, no, I'm thinking the wrong series. I was about to say, everyone's shit on the Suns because the Lakers had a better inside presence. Well, the Clippers don't have an inside presence. Yeah. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see... Aiden, Sarge, Bridges, in a pinch. Booker. In a pinch. You put Kawhi on Chris Paul and Paul George on Devin Booker. Defensively. You can trust Reggie Jackson to Chris Paul. Because you're, because because you're wasting Paul George's talent on the defensive end, in my opinion. If you're not going to have him guard the two best playmakers and scorers on the Phoenix Suns, like, okay, you can put him on Mikael Bridges. But you have to have, all right? Um, you have to have Reggie Jackson guard somebody. Then put him on Bridges. Right. I'd rather have him on Bridges than on Chris Paul. That's fine. Yeah. In my, I mean, I just that that's what I never like. With all these guys who are considered elite defenders, put them on the best guy. If you're an elite defender, you can guard more than just your position. You, that's what I'm saying. But apparently, unless you're Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Gobert, unless you're Rudy, Go, unless you're Rudy Gobert, and you have no lateral quickness whatsoever. But if okay, if you're a a one through a, if you if you're a, if you're a two, three, or four elite defender, you should be able to guard one, two, three, and four. Yeah. If you're a if you're a three, you can be you should be able to guard a five. Maybe not like in B, but <laughs> right. But you know, I, I just think like if if it comes down to it, I think you put you put Paul George on Devin Booker, you put Kawhi on Chris Paul. That's what I would do. And hide hide Reggie Jackson on Bridges on Bridges or Cameron Johnson or Crowder or Crowder or Crowder, and then yeah, and then you've got Zubac on Aiton. And is Marcus Morris their other starter right now? I don't even know who that fourth guy is. I don't either. It could be Luke Kennard. It could be Marcus Morris. I, I mean, well, the Clippers have played like 17 different combinations their of lineups. Their lineups are crazy. Like, they, they, don't, they don't know who they are. No. So that, no. Ty Lue's just like, I think Ty, Ty Lue's got a picture of everybody on the board. And he's just, and he's just throwing dart boards blindly. And the five people he hits those darts, that's who started. That like, that's what he's doing right now. It's kind of working. They're making it work. <laughs> All right. Uh, jazz. Let's say the Jazz make it through instead of the Clippers. If if Conley's back, this is such like a one-for-one series in my opinion. Like it's, all right, you got Chris Paul, we got Conley. You got Devin Booker, like- we got Donovan Mitchell. You've got... DeAndre Ayton, we've got Rudy Gobert, and then you're going to go Jay Crowder for Bogdanovich. Like, we've got to me, Clarkson Clark- on the bench. Clarkson... Phoenix is a little deeper. Phoenix is a Phoenix is a less one dimensional bench, I think, yeah. than, than Jordan Clarkson is. But th- this that matchup, Bogdanovich though has been really good, and Ingles has been good. I yeah. mean, both teams are are I feel like have the, the right amount of depth, and the depth all play like everyone plays well. Like you could put whatever eight nine guys that Utah runs out on a nightly basis, and the same thing with the Suns, whatever eight nine guys, and it doesn't matter. That would be whichever my the five, whichever the five. They'll work together well. It's going to be my guess for who goes in to the Western Conference Finals. It's going to be the Phoenix Suns versus the Utah Jazz. I'm hoping for that. I, I think same, it'll be same. the best basketball. Does that give the advantage to the Eastern Conference? In the finals? In the finals. Yes. Are the Clippers the no, best no, Western no. Conference chance to win the, win the finals? 
If the Brooklyn Nets make it, maybe. Um, if Milwaukee makes it or the 76ers make it, you're going to need somebody who's got a, a good you know, center. And I think that's the Suns and that's the Jazz. It's, it certainly is not the Clippers. Yeah. True. Okay. I, okay. So, okay. I got you. So, if Brooklyn advances, LA is the best chance. Mm, LA. LA might not be. LA might not be the best chance because they don't have a center presence. But neither is Brooklyn. Right. So they don't have the better chance to beat Brooklyn, right? Yeah. They don't have the advantage. But then you also don't have to worry about defending one either. Like, does, does Zubac get played off the court? Yeah, then? he's not playing that much. It, it, against Brooklyn, I wouldn't. I mean, but this thing is he's still not good enough of an inside. I, I mean, I, I don't think any of these... I don't care whoever the hell Brooklyn puts out there, Aiton, Zubac, or Gobert, neither are, none of them are stopping Embiid. When Embiid is Embiid, none of them are stopping him. That's just a fact. I'm a little bit disappointed to, to circle back to some of the teams who have left or who are out. I'm a little disappointed to not see LeBron in the finals or to see um, any of the previous... Miami's go deep run, but it is kind of cool. You know, Boston's. I really. I like the parody. I do like different teams to see how far they can go. Yeah, I know so, like, Sam is just freaking the fuck out over the Phoenix Suns, making it all. I'm surprised we haven't gotten. A, I'm surprised we haven't gotten a text from him yet. Yeah. Like the game just ended, and I'm, I'm shocked he's like calling us. <laughs> but no, I mean, we're like, look at like. So Utah's going play. I mean, Utah's been in the playoffs in this area. I'm in the one seed, but they've been that four or five for a while. Memphis, see them in it. See Phoenix in it. See Atlanta. See Bro- to see Brooklyn. See the Knicks. Those all these, are all fresher faces. All these teams that have had to come up the long way is kind of nice to see. Except for Brooklyn, of course. Brooklyn, but even then, Brooklyn, they came up. They were down. Brooklyn was on the so track long. to come up the long way because they all of a sudden it's like, man, look at this team full of like nothing but like good role players who's winning games. And it's like, you know what? What if we just added three what if, superstars? What if we like traded half of you and then added the three best scores in the league instead? How about, uh, how, what do you guys think? What do you, let's, let's do that. Like, if, I mean, hell, I mean. Think about think about this. What this team would have been if Spencer Dinwiddie didn't get hurt. Honestly. Have him at the backup. That honestly, if you're Milwaukee, yeah, Kyrie Harden's out, but thank God Dinwiddie's not there to back it up. <laughs> I think if they make it to the finals, he could theoretically come back, but I don't think he would just because he's been out for so long. But yeah, that's it's that's crazy. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Phoenix Suns did. Chris Paul. Chris Paul and Jay Crowder are the only real differences on that team. Yeah, those are some big differences, though. Jesus, CP3. And at this point, do we just like every year ship him to a, the shittiest team in the league and see how far he can get with them? It's like, it's like, like the Thunder playoffs, uh, it's like Phoenix Re- playoffs, Far Rescue. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. All right, with Chris Paul. Paul. Let's see. Uh, let's see what you can do in. Sacramento, Sacramento. or Minnesota, or Cleveland. Well, you know, Cleveland, I think, said a better Hell, he goes to New Orleans. I bet the Pelicans make the damn finals. Okay, that, the, the Pelicans could really use a Chris Paul. They moved he slow. He was there. Well, he was in use, New Orleans. They could use him again. 
He was there! Can you imagine if they just held on to him this whole time? Him and AD. Oh, that would be crazy. They also, they, also, they, they also probably wouldn't have gotten Wouldn't have gotten the number one pick, yeah. Well, has, uh, is, this his, is this his first appearance to the Western Conference Finals? He went with the... You sure? I don't think Lob City ever made it there. No, but in Houston, when it, was, it wasn't a Houston versus... Oh, yeah, Houston Golden State. That's right. That's right, the, what, 27 straight missed three-pointers game? Yep. Or something like that? That's crazy. That NBA Jam shirt with Chris Paul and Booker on it was kind of sweet. I like that. All right, right now, who's your finals? My finals? Right like now, I knowing, or knowing, knowing what we know right now, what do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be... The Phoenix Suns, the Phoenix Suns versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Similar, I think. Uh, I think it's the Utah 76ers, which I also wouldn't hate, and I kind of like those because I like God. Philadelphia will burn to the ground if the seven, like the city will not exist if the Sixers win the playoffs, win the finals. Oh, okay. We saw how they acted when the Eagles when the won. Eagles won the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't know what kind of town Philly is. If they're more of a Eagles or a Philly fan, Philadelphia, like a Sixers um, city. I think they're just a sports city in general. But I just know they've been waiting on this Sixers thing in for a while. Yeah, this trust the process thing is uh, it's been it's 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 been going on a long while, and we've. Uh, we're finally seeing them reap the benefits of drafting three straight centers. <laughs> I don't even know where Joe Logaforce is playing right now. Uh, he's in Detroit, I believe. Oh, yikes! That hurts. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> but hey, he's in the league, making make money. That's true, right? Right. Even the backups make more money than we make in here. <laughs> Significantly more money. Significantly. Hell, practice squads in the NFL make. Six figures. So that brings us, I think, to worth mentioning. Worth mentioning. So for a bit, the Nets were putting up on the Jumbotron a 10-second timer for whenever Giannis was shooting free throws. Well, they stopped because the NBA intervened and said, hey, guys, can you not? Like, he's got to speed that shit up. Like, you're already a shitty free throw shooter right now. Three years ago, he was an 80% free throw, free throw shooter, Giannis was. Yeah. And now he's, like, 60. Like, dude, taking more time isn't working. You're just occurring, occurring violations at this point. <laughs> Change it. Just throw it up at the basket. Rudy Gobert won Defensive Player of the Year. Jokic won MVP. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, Sixth Man of the Year. Was Rookie of the Year announced? I don't think rookie year, and I don't think coach of the year. Yeah. Who would be, who would be Monty Williams? Can you? Is, oh no, coach of the year is Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau won coach of the year. Yeah. Well, Monty Williams had to be like a close second. Had to be. Uh, he was. It, it was very close. You think the Brooklyn Nets are regretting? Obviously, you got Harden, so like you can't complain. But man, Josh Allen would be nice for them, or Jared Allen. Yeah. And looking at Milwaukee and Philly. They could use him. That that would be nice, but I don't. I think they're they're probably pretty happy with where they're at. Oh yeah, no kidding. 
So the first two games of the series in the Brooklyn-Milwaukee series, points on jumpers, the first, so Brooklyn had 147, Milwaukee had 64. They are shooting terribly. Yeah. With that in the first two games? Yeah. Oh, game two, Milwaukee shot like 10% from three and under 30% from the field. Like they, and that, that's the only reason that, that's the only like thing that gives me hope about Milwaukee in this series is the fact that they've just been so bad on offense the first four games and they're somehow tied in the series. Yeah. Injuries played a part on the Nets side. I'm not going not gonna to dismiss that factor, but they've been so bad. Terrible. So bad. Luke Walton's going to coach again for the for the Kings next season. Another 30 and whatever season. Congrats. Ugh, that's going to be tough. We'll see if De'Aaron Fox can put the team on his back. Make an all-star no, appearance. No, another year with Halliburton. Yeah. That's I, the, honest right. to God, they needed to get something. He got hurt right at the end of the season. Yeah. Hopefully he comes back okay. They needed to get something for Bogdanovich. That was... That was a that was a mess up by the uh, organization. Oh, yeah. Like I know that thing with the Bucks fell through, but like you're telling me that every other team league wouldn't want Bogdanovich? Like, come on, you could have gotten something out of that, a late first rounder. Like you could have, you could have gotten something. So I think they messed up on that. But. Yeah, not not great, not great. But that's all I got. I don't have much either. Tomorrow we've got Clippers uh, Jazz. Um, I'm hoping that the, the Jazz can pull out this dub. This three-one series lead, that'd be nice. And then we also have Philly in Atlanta, so Philly could take a commanding lead, I guess you could say. Um, not that three-one means anything anymore, considering the Nuggets came back from it twice last year, and we saw the. The Warriors win one and then lose one, and still not great. Still not, still not great. Yeah, not, but, not uh, ideal. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys after this. These next couple of games are over, and get you back before uh, for the for the conference finals. Conference finals. Until then, peace. peace.